Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Lexi and Jordan are here today. How are you today, Jordan? Doing good. What are you drinking, by the way? Um, so I got this new tea that's lavender citrus, and Ooh. I don't really know if I like it. It kind of tastes oh. <laughs> a little like a weird, maybe I over-sweetened it. I put like three quarters of a cup of honey. So oh. I've been sweetening my tea with honey lately, uh-huh. and I, I still can't get the right balance because you can like over-sweet with honey really quickly. So I'm not yeah. sure if I don't like the tea or if I just over-sweetened it with honey. Do you like the flavor of honey? Um, I'm okay with it. I more like it that I'm not sweetening with sugar right now. Yeah. In my tea. Because okay. I like I like tea pretty sweet. So whenever yeah. I make tea, there's like quite a bit of sugar. And I'm like, mm, maybe I could eat Have honey. You tried What'd you say? Have you tried maple? No, not in tea. Does that what, have you done that before? I like maple. I just don't like your tea. The in flavor iced tea? of honey. Uh, yeah, I'll do it in like iced tea, iced coffee, dandy blend, sangria. <laughs> <laughs> so these are both Tiavana tea bags. Uh, oh, okay. This one and the one that I used before. The one that I used before is a peach. It's called Peach Tranquility, and I think it's like peach chamomile, and it's awesome. And I love that one. Peach. Um, yeah, it's really really good. Um, this one is just something about the lavender and honey combination oh, that like almost reminds me of the smell of bio. <laughs> oh weird yes <laughs> I'm like this is really weird and I'm like I can't describe it maybe some of you will understand it's just a weird hot. I kind of feel like I understand because I got an apricot deodorant and I was like oh man this smells so good but now every time I smell it I'm like it? I think it just smells it like sweat now me of BO. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. Yeah, and wow. I had I had Jared and Ransom both taste it, and they were both like, "Oh, oh, this is terrible." Oh, bummer. So yeah. I don't know, but I, I so um in my mason jar canning lid shortage fiasco, oh, I ended yes. up buying some jars in like a pinch because I couldn't get lid, so I just bought some jars so I could have the lid. <laughs> mm-hmm. to can with. But I got two of the half gallon. I didn't have any half gallon mason jars. So I got okay. two half-gallon mason jars to do tea in, uh-huh. and I got the amber ones. Have you seen these? Oh, not the big ones. I have seen the amber ones, but not big amber ones. Yeah, so I got those, which I'm really excited about, but I have like a full half-gallon of some B.O.T. Oh, gross. <laughs> that no one likes, so I'm like gross. slowly drinking it just because it's, I can't let it go to waste. <laughs> like maybe. Uh, I'm on the hunt for some amber ones. Those are good for drying like herbs and stuff in yeah. And uh, what else did I think of that would be good for that? There's something else that doesn't need to have light whenever it's, uh, whenever it's doing something. I can't remember like what it was. Wine and beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's that. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember. There was something specifically that I was going to make that I was like, oh, that'll be good for that. No, I can't remember. Oh, what that's it was. fun. Yeah. That's way fun. Yeah. I like them a lot. Um, it was a good excuse to go ahead and get them because they're a little bit more expensive. But I was like, well, I need the lids. So this is like a so, double reason to get them. Did your, um, were they only the amber ones that your store had or did they have yeah. other jars? Or, okay. No. Mm-hmm. Weird. It was those or jelly jars. So I got like a little four pack of jelly jars and those two big ones. And that's all I had at my stores. 
weird. I know. There was a um, small little hardware store, like mom and pop hardware store, 30 minutes away that I found some colored lids that actually seal. They're like a crafty mason jar lid, like some are purple and some are blue, but they actually do seal. So I got like six, six, 12, 18 of those. And then I okay. went to the Amish store yesterday and got the, um, all the wide mouth uh, Armageddon style. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got 12 me. dozen. Because I know you tried to figure this out last yeah. year. Yeah. Is it the wide mouth that you can freeze? Yes. Only the That's wide right. mouth ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I honestly, now I'm going to need some new, <laughs> some more wide mouth jars because I have all the wide mouth lids Oh. and I have, okay. and those are the ones that I freeze in whenever I do broth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then also I, we do smoothies every day and I was thinking about, you know, it would save time every day that I'm making a smoothie. If I, if I make a smoothie, if I also make one in a jar to stick in the freezer so that on days that I'm in a hurry, I can just like, yeah already have because I put like a million different uh-huh. like collagen and chia seeds and yeah a bunch of randomness in there and the time consuming part of making a smoothie is getting everything out so anyway oh, yeah. long story short I've been using the wide mouse for the smoothies too so oh. I need more wide mouth jars now because yeah I don't know why we're stocked as far as I'm aware although I haven't been in Walmart because of yeah mask I'm not going in there yeah <laughs> Yeah. Not doing it. <laughs> so, um, mason jar lid shortage conundrum of 2020. What, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a real quaint little Amish store that I went in, but you could only oh. buy them in bulk. So like I sent you that yeah. picture, 144 <laughs> lids awesome. that I have now. And did you know they have a shelf life, the lids? No. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if it's like a hard and fast shelf life because I have used some very old ones before and they've sealed. Okay. Um, but supposedly they last five years, the wax hmm. on them before they start to kind of oh, dry a bit. Yeah. I bet it depends on like where, how they're stored too. Yeah. I think I'm going to put them in my basement cause it's like kind of cooler yep. and dark down here. So, but I feel like I could probably use that many in five years. Probably. Oh, I bet. Yeah. My inversion canning totally worked. I Okay, so, tell us about that. So happy. What? You oh, cut out. Say that one more time. I said, tell us about that. Oh, okay. So you're Can you only like, do it with jellies and jams? I don't know enough about it to know that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, you're hot packing it, and you just put it on like normal, although you kind of screw it tighter than if you're doing hot water or pressure canning. Mm -hmm. And you just flip it up. The recipe I used said 24 hours, but I've, I even watched some videos that said like five minutes, I think. Um, and then you're supposed to just flip it back over. And because of the, the, I guess it's like suctioning the air out since it's at the top when it's flipped over and it seals it for you. So I did that and I, why, why wouldn't the heat just seal it? I think that's what it is. It's like when it's, when you flip it, the heat and the air going to the top, cause you have to leave a little bit of headroom. I think mm-hmm. it's just sealing it shut, like forcing, forcing it shut. Oh, okay. Um, and it worked. It worked. I had half of mine, when I flipped them over, half of mine were sealed. Half of them weren't sealed, but I left them sitting there that whole second day. And by the end of the day, they were all sealed. So I don't know what 
the deal was. Hmm. Interesting. So I yeah. feel like, I feel like, cause your jelly was hot when you put it in the jar, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. why wouldn't they have just sealed anyway? Why did they have to be upside down? I don't know. That's a good question. I really don't understand. <laughs> I thought like it had something weird. to do with like the, maybe the jelly stayed at the top and that like helped preserve it or something. I don't, I don't think down. so. <laughs> it is. It's one of those weird experience things. of enough of a canner for it to all make sense to me. I know. And it's, and because it's like not super kosher, according to like USDA health department does not tell you this is a safe way to go about it. Okay. Um, it's harder to find information about yeah. it. Are you using new lids when you do this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You still, you still use the all, new lids and everything. New lids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's how the, the Brits do it because they didn't have the government getting in their business, telling them the safe ways to can and not can. So okay. So they flip it over. Yeah. <laughs> Use their freedoms to flip their jars then, over. The thing is, when I shared that on my Instagram the other day, I had all sorts of people that were like, oh yeah, that's how my mom always did it. Oh yeah, really? that's how my grandma always did it. So person after person, I'm like, okay, so what the heck? Why don't we do this? It's so much easier. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> um, my, my experiment with the uh, wax, the golf wax. Oh, yes. Super exciting. I love that. So those... Although my jars did seal anyway, because my stuff was hot in it, those it's not as important to make sure that your jars actually pop and seal because you have a wax ring, like a wax that's covering, not a wax ring, a like solid wax on top yeah. of your jelly that's covering everything that keeps it from molding. That's so, so those, cool. so those you don't even have to use new lids for. Like you could use use mm. lids. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so those are shelf stable and you can leave I them. wish there was like a resource or book. If there is some listener out there, please tell us that just told you all the different ways you can actually can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because this time last year, I literally thought the only way you can anything is a pressure canner and that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know why it's like breaking into this weird world of yeah. domesticity that I don't know. Yeah. The only thing, well, I haven't canned a ton of stuff. The only thing that I pressure can is green beans because they're less acidic. And then, mm-hmm. um, like if you do meat, if you yeah. can meat. Um, Have you ever canned broth? Cause that's, that's what I pressure can is broth. You pressure can broth? Oh, I freeze mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, I never pressure. So if you pressure can broth and it's shelf stable. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's neat. Yep. And would save some freezer space. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah. I just always, um, I'm actually making broth right now cause we had chicken, uh, chicken for lunch, but, um, I just always make my broth and then put it in the wide mouth jars and freeze them in the freezer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I swear this has to do with today's topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're podcasting right now. Maybe we should get onto a topic. <laughs> well, it kind of does because I don't know. This We're does like have to do with fall. Yeah. The peak of garden, but I can already feel at night. It's so nice. I can just feel fall is on oh, the way. Yeah. Already. I know. It's really weird. It was crisp this morning on our walk. It was awesome. I really feel like, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I don't know if you feel the same way, but this is the first year that Brian and I are both like, we can't wait for winter. I know. (laughs) Which we have three little boys. So that's not something we're usually saying around here, (laughs) but we cannot wait for fall. I am so excited to just cozy up. I am so excited. Are you guys the same way or is it just? What'd you say? 
I said, is it the same way for you guys? Yes. Or is it just oh my that? gosh. No, we're so okay. excited. So excited. We just, this morning on our walk, talked about what we hope the seasons are like. Okay. So this is what we hope the seasons are like this year. I hope starting now, because it's kind of cool here right now. Like we're having highs in the seventies the next few days. So what? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. So I hope that starting now is like the cool-ish weather, like highs in the 70s, and that that remains until November the 3rd. <laughs> and, then, and then November the 3rd, I'm ready for snow. Okay. Not at Halloween, though, because I want to at least do Halloween without snow, okay? Yeah. And then after that, give us a couple days, settle in. November 3rd, bring on the blizzards all winter long. And then those to continue until um, about February 5th. And then spring. Why November 3rd? I just picked it. It just felt right. Okay. <laughs> it felt right in my heart. This is election day, I think. Oh, okay. That's why. That's why then. Snow. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> to make wow. us all happy and excited on election yeah. day. Because you know we're all going to be biting our fingernails. <laughs> but, okay, so you usually love fall though, right? Oh, gosh. I love fall so much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's because Jared loves fall so much and it has, <laughs> it has rubbed off on me like his oh. complete enthusiasm about fall. So yeah, we're very excited and we have, we're already planning a hayride that we're going to have at our house. <laughs> oh, that's a ride and chili and apple cider. We're really going to try and do like a slaughter harvest. Yeah. That'd be fun. So we were going to slaughter our pig. We've always kind of been planning to do that. My parents weren't going to slaughter theirs. But then when they started calling around to the abattoirs, they're all booked until May of 2021. <laughs> so, so I guess they are slaughtering their pig. <laughs> they're slaughtering theirs. So I'm not entirely sure all of what we're going to get to since we will help my parents try to figure yeah. out. Um, but we really want to do a slaughter harvest party. So mm -hmm. we'll see. That'd be we'll fun. Be yeah. really fun. Your boys are going to love it too. Oh, I can't wait. I'm Ransom really accompanied Jared last year to process his deer and mm -hmm. he talked about it for weeks. Did he? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He was very into it to the point where I was like, is it weird that he's that into it? <laughs> Jared's like, no, he's a boy. <laughs> like, okay. I know. We've been watching a Brandon over at Farmstead Meatsmith, and you almost feel like they're serial killers. But yes. this is what everyone used to do. It's like, no, it's just that we're not used to this anymore. Yeah. And no, Ransom's like, he loved it. Absolutely loved the whole process of cutting the deer up and hanging it and like told me every gruesome detail about it. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, so fall what are plans. Some things that you guys are looking forward to then? Fall. Um, so, we're having a baby in December. So, fall is going to oh be goodness. a little bit of getting things ready for that. Um, we're moving our boys down to the basement. So, we have an ongoing project of getting a bedroom done down here, which is honestly very close. We have the walls painted, and I bought the flooring last week. Actually, this was super sweet. So my dad went with me to pick up the flooring and he bought it for us. Isn't that nice? Oh, that is nice. It was so nice. Um, it was just a very unexpected blessing. And so they're going to put that floor down probably this week and finish the closet. And then we're going to be able to move the boys in there, which will be cool. So that's a big project we have. And then getting the baby's room ready as a project that we have. Um, man. 
continuing on with school stuff. Wait, just don't know what it is yet, right? No, everyone keeps asking me that. Probably the 12th, hopefully. We tried once already, and the baby did not cooperate and had legs crossed and umbilical cord between their legs. So, who knows? Maybe being modest. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> or he is being stubborn. No, I, you know what? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Is yeah. When our third was a girl, but the whole time, people just kept saying, don't you just wish it's going to be a girl? Don't you just wish it's going to be a girl? And I just was so offended. I was literally yeah. offended by it. And I was like, no, I want this to be a healthy baby boy or yeah. girl. Yeah. I don't care. It's funny so. to me. Um, I've had people be like, so you're having a third because you're trying to get a girl? I'm like, oh, no, God. that's not the reason. <laughs> like, they only think that we're having a third child because we have two boys, <laughs> two of the same well, sex. Like, true. Like, you have to be crazy to have a, more kids for any yeah. other reason, So this right? is just because you only have two boys so far, so you're, like, trying to get a girl. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> like, I'm totally fine with three boys oh, or two weird. boys and a girl. Yeah. So. Well, we're just four baby sparks either way. <laughs> yeah. Pro baby. Um, we're pro, be- pro baby on this podcast. Um, but yeah, getting stuff ready for baby stuff. Um, I, I just talked to Jared this morning. My tomatoes are, my tomato plants are starting to look real sad and, but they've been going since March. So, oh <laughs> you know, I can't expect oh, too much of them. They've been going strong for a while. Um, <laughs> Like the tomatoes are still making, but they're just not as happy looking. Um, so I think that we're going to, you know, let them go for as long as we can. And then I'm going to look up some fall things that you can plant, like cold weather stuff. It'd be mm-hmm. okay to plant in the fall and we'll see what, we'll see if we can get anything in the garden beds for the fall. Um, I, my squash is coming along really good though. So that's exciting. That's awesome. Not better not squash. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything else for fall just I think I'm like cool weather two days behind getting my fall seeds in the ground so I hope that what are you planting I'm just gonna do peas uh but we're gonna do a we're doing a fall cover crop so I think I have a little more flexibility in regards to those the timing on that since they will literally be growing all winter time Um, what do you mean you're gonna cover them like with tarp or what are you gonna cover them with no I'm gonna do I don't know a ton about cover crops but my understanding is with a cover crop it's something you're growing to get um, just plant so that you can cut the plant down in the spring and use it as mulch right there in your garden bed. So you're oh. not necessarily to prepare it any other way. Oh. Does that make sense? A part of it cut out, but you said you're growing it just for mulch, basically? Yep, basically. Oh. And you'll just oh, cut cool. it down right there and it'll mulch right there. So I'm going to plant it everywhere that I'm extending the garden out mm-hmm. to next mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll cool. see. It's total experiment as is everything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. What else are you guys going to do this fall? Garden-wise or? Life-wise. Life-wise. Um, I'm trying to not look like a hobbit all year, all winter this year. So <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I just, I have been loving, part of it is I was pregnant last year. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's been like, and then the year before that, I only had part of my closet because we lived in my parents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, I've just really been enjoying expressing my femininity through my clothing this summer. And I usually feel like I have to give up on that. Mm. (laughs) I'm October and I'm not doing that this year. (laughs) Okay. 
I think so. I feel the exact opposite. I feel way more feminine oh. in the winter. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe I just feel maybe I just feel not feminine right now because I'm pregnant. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to winter because I'm like all oh, winter clothes. But it's just because I'm pregnant and don't have a lot of summer clothes. No, it's not funny. I always tell Brian, I'm like, but you feel so unfeminine when you're pregnant because you don't. It's I don't know. Like, it doesn't make sense because I you're know. the most feminine you are. <laughs> so true. But yes, yeah. Honestly, it. I, I'm like, ugh, just. Mm. I think you're so much more tired and large that you're just like, don't feel womanly. She's <laughs> like some kind yes. of other creature, <laughs> otherworldly creature. Oh. Yeah. That's so. kind of like hard to, it's already becoming hard to like flip over in bed. Do you, I don't know if you remember this, where you're like, yes. you're laying on one side and you like uh. turn to the other side and they're just like a large thing that has to come with you. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> like I'm not far enough along for that to be already a thought in my mind, but uh. just happening, just happening. I was telling Jared why it's annoying to bend over when you're pregnant. Like, just imagine, like, a large, hard thing in front of you. So then you bend over, and it's just, like, ugh, a thing that you can't move or, like, maneuver the way that you would want to when you're bending over. And he's like, why don't you just squat down? So like, so oh, well, I guess I could. He's like, just squat straight down. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you just act like you just solved every pregnant, pregnant woman's annoyance. <laughs> I have – Justin Rhodes had to um, – milk a cow with a pregnant belly. I can't remember what he ended up being, but he basically lost a bet with his wife. And so he had to do his farm chores for the day with a pregnant belly. And I couldn't believe how much it was expensive for them to find a pregnant belly. Hmm. It was crazy, but it's funny watching him do it all. Yeah. It's just a thing uh, that's kind of in your way. Uh, oh, we're also reading the Chronicles of Narnia. That's something we're going to continue on this fall, which uh, I, we read, we do so much more read aloud stuff once the weather gets oh, cool. It's true. I, I have to not, I, this is the first year that I'm like, I don't even feel bad about not reading much in summer because mm -hmm. I know I get right back up. Oh yeah. Right back up. Like once the weather gets cool, you break out the books. Mm -hmm. I sat on the couch and read for a long time yesterday. We're just loving the Chronicles of Narnia. It's so fun with the boys. It is. That is such a fun. Well, I told you, you got to check out McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I wrote that down. Um, did your boys like that one better, you think? Ari just read it. Um, I don't know if I asked him that specific question, but he did really like it. Ari loves fairy tales. He loves, mm -hmm. loves, loves, loves fairy tales. Me too. So yeah, those sort of books just make you realize you can kind of feel like a book snob afterwards because you're like, man, nothing else is really good compared to this anymore. <laughs> it's, true. it's like, um, have you heard of a show hole? Like after you watch a show that you really like, and then you're like, the show's over and your show hole. It's like that, but books. It's a book hole. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I am doing a, um, there's a Gallagher church who's hosting a, a book hangout. Um, and we're, I'm going through a logic book, a Socratic logic book. So we'll be doing yeah, that starting that. in September and going through the fall. And I am just, not only am I seeing the relevance of the topic, cause I've kind of avoided the topic, I think, cause I think it's irrelevant, but I'm seeing the relevance and the author. It's just such a good readable book. It's so hmm. good. I'm so excited. Cool. That's neat. Yeah. We're doing the co-op at school or at our church, oh, yeah. the homeschool co-op at church this mm -hmm. year. Um, we're doing a little bit different. We're just meeting once a month, but doing like different topics that um, different moms are taking responsibility for each month. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for that. We have a lot of new families that are doing co-op this year. That's cool. That are first-time homeschoolers. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. We have our first meeting on Wednesday, actually. So it'll be cool. Is it? Are they first-time homeschoolers because of COVID, or are they yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, no, that's cool. What a yeah. what a cool opportunity to help catch a good vision, beautiful vision yeah. for it. Yeah. Seriously, we're excited. So. Cool. Any other fall stuff? I feel like my mind is blank right now. And what are we going to be doing this fall? Um, okay. So I, I wanted to finish telling you, I fell down. Everyone who talks to me and knows me personally is going to hear this story a thousand times. I fell down a petticoat hole last night. Okay. Where Brian- oh no. <laughs> oh no. Brian goes to bed very early on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually like, well, shoot, I don't, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. So I started watching YouTube videos about petticoats. And I thought first of all, like, well, I'm just going to make one. But then I watched enough videos to realize, like, it really makes a difference. Like, you can see it makes a huge difference when you have a good quality one versus not a good quality one. First of all, I started this because I thought I need to stay warm. If I want to wear dresses this this winter, I need to stay warm. So <laughs> you're laughing at me. <laughs> please, please tell okay. me that you're going to have a floor length petticoat like this. <laughs> no, not, okay. Not, okay. not quite. Okay, so that's what I realized is there's like 50 bazillion different kinds of petticoats. Yeah. <laughs> so think, think like a thicker, um, like a slip, I guess. Okay. Like a thicker slip, uh-huh. but it just gives, it hides the negative parts, I guess you want to say, of like waist down if you feel as if you have negative parts, okay. but it also gives a feminine definition to the waist that a lot of us don't often have after having children. Okay. So anyways, I am going to get a petticoat. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait. I'm not going to make it though. Cause I thought, you know what? I don't know enough about the structure of these to try and make okay. one. I'm not going to. Okay. Is this for like a floor length situation? Like a long skirt? Or dress? Well, you can, but I won't. Okay. I won't get it probably- like when it's because of snow, it's not practical. With okay, all so you do a shorter one and then wear pantyhose in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I like wool tights. I usually do like mm-hmm. wool tights. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I do, I know, I need to get back into the nylon game. I just... Are wool tights itchy? No. Okay. I mean, not that I have. I have a pair of Smart Wool and then I have a pair of Pendleton. Okay. And neither of them have been itchy, no. Okay. Oh, speaking of Pendleton, I went to an estate sale the other day that had a ton of um, vintage Pendleton flannels and a Pendleton wool blanket. Did you get it? No, but I should have. It was one of those things where I was getting other things and I was like, ugh. Oh, yeah. But the Pendleton wool blanket was only $20. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, I should have got it. It was really pretty. It was really pretty. Um, Okay. So the smart wool, is it like a wool blend or is it straight wool? I don't think it's it's got it. I feel like it's got to be a blender. It would be so itchy. Let me find it. Let me find out. Well, it depends. There's different types of wool. Okay. So it depends on what kind of wool. There's different animal types of wool, but then there's also different types of wool based upon where it was taken on the animal. And some of them are itchier than others, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So every wool in my life is itchy. What? Yes, I need someone to tell me what the right wool is because when I think wool, I'm just like, "Mm, that sounds itchy. No, I've never, I have a lot of wool because we're like in the north and um, 
none of mine's itchy. I, I do know what you mean though, because when I was a kid, there were certain things my mom would put on me that I was like, Oh, I hate the idea of that. But so, um, I was telling Jared that I wanted a wool throw for the end of our bed. Ah, yes. And sometimes whenever I tell Jared things like this, I should add more details because, <laughs> because he's like, Oh, I ordered you this awesome blanket on Amazon. It's huge and it's wool. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like in my mind, I'm thinking a wool blanket, like the beautiful striped, like really pretty, awesome wool throw. And it comes in and I swear it's like a gray army blanket. Like it's something someone would have used in the army Mm -hmm. stay warm in World War II. (laughs) Could you use it in your boys' room? I mean, yes, I will. I will use it. It's just very itchy very itchy like no one wants to touch it like you sit on it and you're like oh this feels like shreds of I don't know steel wool like SOS pad (laughs) or sticking what'd you say is it pretty big yeah it's really big it's like the whole size really cute little boy rooms that they use that um like what is it called like surplus army surplus style Mm -hmm. of bedding in I bet it'd be cute in there. Yeah. You know what? I could, because I was thinking about maybe I'm redoing the room and I was thinking about, what's it say? It's a nylon. It's 30% nylon. I knew it'd be a blend. The rest is wool. I love them. Let me see them. Oh, so these ones are, I don't know how to turn this around. They're like. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. And then my other ones are just plain black. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking about in the boys' room doing a thing above their bunk beds to where I have like something like a stick or pipe or something coming out of the wall and then I can like drape like this above their bunk bed so it looks like it's a tent above their bunk bed. Oh yeah, that'd look cool. So maybe I could do it with that wool blanket actually. That looks that would be really cool. I've yeah. never thought of that idea, but boys love tents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be cute. Put some twinkle lights in there. Um so yeah. Um, one, one tip I do have that was so helpful last year. I put on my calendar, I don't remember the exact date, but in October I put plan advent. So I got it. Oh my gosh. And I genius. You are smart. So are you going to do that? Oh my gosh. That's a really good idea. Um, so I've already started Christmas shopping because I want to get everything done, um, and wrapped because I don't want to be, you know, do and on the floor wrapping people's presents. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I need to be more on top of that this year for sure. So I've already got quite a bit. Um, so I'm just kind of warning people like, don't tell me what you want December 1st because I probably will have already bought something. <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking. And I know myself, I'm like last minute, I always find something cute for everyone that I want, even though I have 50 bazillion I things know. for everyone. I know. <sighs> I know. I just do it too. mom. Yeah. Just how it is. Yeah. All right. Well, well. Those, those are some thoughts that we have. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. This was the most it's random Sunday one. afternoon. <laughs> this was supposed to, to be about our fall somewhere? plans, but it's just a jumble of all of our thoughts. So hope you enjoyed it. Come back again next week. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. This show is a part of the ministry of The Shepherd's Crook. The Shepherd's Crook exists to remind pastors of Jesus through care, coaching, resources, and events. We have also started The Shepherd's Crook for wives, 
Jordan and Lexi are contributing articles to the site, and you can find all the information at theshepherdscrook.co.